Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 151 of Birds vs. Boys, KMS and Aiden here. And we have a ton to talk about and not a lot of time to talk about it. But before we get into all that, if you have not checked out yet, head to our YouTube channel. If you are listening or if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, thank you. Click back and watch our mock draft war room where we do a complete first round mock draft. We pick for every single team in the first round. No AI, no computers, just me and Aiden and our big brains. You're not going to want to miss that. And we will continue these mock drafts, not only for the Cowboys and Eagles, for the entire first round as we get closer and closer to the draft in Kansas City in April. Aiden, how are you? I've been better. I feel like one of those old guys who stares at the storm clouds coming in and realizes that it's probably not going to be good when the storm makes impact. But at least the mock draft was a nice escape from reality that Every team can improve, including our two teams. And it was nice to think about guys that we're adding instead of guys that we're subtracting from our team. So is, is that kind of a uh, a segue into where you want to begin today's episode? I guess that's probably the best way to do it. We have one show where we get to add guys and one show where we have to talk about subtracting guys. The news on the street, CJ Gardner-Johnson, not franchise tagged, presumably gone. Javon Hargrave presumably gone james bradbury presumably gone not the best week for the eagles in terms of headlines and it seems as though teams are already keying in on these guys like the browns apparently have their sights set on cjc and they also want to add a big time defensive lineman so who knows maybe both of them ship off to cleveland together we talked about this off air there are teams that are interested heavily in marcus epps Yes, Forget CJ Gardner Johnson. We can't even keep our second best safety. We're, there's a lot of there's a lot of heat around the guys that we have on our team. Eight of the top snap getters on defense are free agents for the Eagles. So you knew that you couldn't keep everybody, yep. but at the same time, I'd like to keep at least a little something. Just we might not have the, the whole cupcakes or the whole cake, but I'd like to keep a few cupcakes or some cookies. Hey, you got two first round picks. That's a cupcake and a cookie. That is. That is so that's the deal. And I, I'm I'm kind of curious what the Eagles strategy is because for a long time they thought the extension with CJ Garner Johnson was gonna happen. Oh, set aside the franchise tag. We're talking multi-years. And now I'm like, is the strategy just to load up on compensatory picks and just you know be like a team like the Bears who are stocked stockpiled with picks and do it that way and you know, spend your money on the offense, spend your money on the Hertz extension, and then try to build the defense through the draft and through comp picks and stuff like that. I don't know if that's the smartest strategy. You know, drafts are crapshoots. The more picks you have, the more likely you are to succeed. But at the same time, that is a tough strategy to go down. That's almost sort of what the Cowboys have been doing, right? I mean, they 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 pride themselves on their drafts. They don't dig deep into free agency in the front end. They do it in the back end. They let guys walk um when they feel like it's time lyle collins and so on and so forth and then they get the comp picks and it's always nice when you get that you know that comes out you know and you see the tweets you're like oh we got two for two comp picks in fourth round and the fifth round this is great um but at the same time you know two three four years down the road how many of those comp picks are having legitimate impact on your team that's the thing so it's like it's it's a gamble right it's the mystery box scene in Family Guy yep. where you're like, we could draft a safety. Yep. It could be anything. It could even be a CJ Gardner Johnson. Yep. 
that, that that's the gamble that you play with. That's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself old here. It's like watching Wheel of Fortune, and they have the wheel, and it lands on this thing that's like either you get a thousand, or you could pick up the thing, and it could be ten thousand or bankrupt. And everybody's like, you know, they're like, "What do you do?" And it's always bankrupt. They're like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it." I'm like, "No, just take the thousand and keep playing." Like you you know it's a bankrupt. Yeah. That's a t- it's the toughest thing in the world to do is walk away from the table. You should take, you just bought that house. I would take every thousand that you can yeah. get. Yeah, please. I'll take every penny that I will get. <laughs> yeah. I've forget the thousand. I'll take a hundred. I've not gotten my haircut in a month, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it looks like this. I usually get my haircut every two weeks because my wife will not let me because we're in the midst of buying a home. We're, <laughs> we're conserving. We're yeah. Conserving. So uh, Venmo, if anyone wants to Venmo some money for haircuts. Yes. We're financially. We're, we're cutting back the uh-huh. Eagles and Kevin's household. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so just the, the free agency thing with the Eagles. So I was on a podcast and they asked me, they're like, oh, who would you like most likely like to bring back? And I'm like, it's not CJ Gardner Johnson. I'd rather bring back Javon Hargrave. And mm-hmm. I think the Eagles who invest so heavily in the defensive line would like to bring him back too. So if there is as much as it would suck to lose Gardner Johnson, I think Javon Hargrave is the guy that I want back the most. And it is the position that the Eagles care about the most. They signed him in free agency. They've given huge extensions to Fletcher Cox. They gave an extension to Josh Sweat. They brought back Brandon Graham. They might do that again. They will spend the money there. Yep. So I hope that they're able to do it with Hargrave. And it always felt like it was going to be one or the other between those two guys. And they were going to choose Gardner Johnson. Now they can lose both. This is the Wheel of Fortune situation that you just talked about. They might just go bankrupt. They're not getting a thousand. They're not getting ten thousand. They're getting zero. And not only do I, well, not me. I, I hope they all leave. But not only if I'm the Eagles, would I want Hargraves there for his production on the field? Putting him next to a guy like Jordan Davis, putting his locker next to a guy like Jordan Davis to continue mm-hmm. to teach him how to be a pro, how to take care of your body, how to approach games. I mean, we're expecting a big leap, right, from wheel, yes. year one to year two for a guy like Jordan Davis. Keeping a guy like Jordan, or, um, Hargraves with him, I think, is a huge impact for that ability to have that jump on the field for Jordan Davis. Great point. And we just brought up eight of the top 11 guys, snap-wise, are free agents. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't matter as much because – Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis should be getting meaningful, impactful snaps this year. Like yes. this, ignore the salary cap. This should have always been the plan that yep. those two guys were going to be meaningful, impactful starters for your team. And they pretty much got a red shirt year because the team was so loaded, mm-hmm. but you drafted them for a reason and they should be playing now. So we talk about, oh, where's the money going to come from? Who can they resign? It's like, well, some of the solutions are presumably already on the team. And if they're not, there's a way bigger issue than, oh, how much money do you have in the salary cap after a Hertz extension? Like that is the biggest thing to me is like if Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean aren't playing by this year and playing well, bigger problems, way bigger problems that you can't fix by re-signing CJ Gardner Johnson. Yep, agreed. And that's why I would want to keep a guy like Hargraves with him Mm -hmm. as, you don't want to say a backup plan, but... I, I just, yeah, I would, out of those three, you would hope to keep one. Right. And I think Bradbury, we always presume was going to walk. I mean, the one year eight million, I mean, I do you think yeah. CJ, I think CJ always wanted to stay in Philly, 
I think Definitely. Philly wants him, but maybe, you know, he played so well. He was the interception leader for a long time. I mean, he may have just talked to his agent and been like, yo, we were just at the combine. Uh, I was at the stake and shake at three 30 talking to yeah. all these teams. And um, this is now the number you can get on the open market. And he's like, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> it's the scene in parks and rec where the Ron writes down how much he has in gold and hands it to the lawyer. And he's like, that's a quarter of your earnings. Like what? <laughs> like that, that's CJ Garner Johnson. He was like, he had an idea of what a long-term extension would cost. Yeah. And then his agent was like, that's actually what we could get. So I think before the year, there was a number that they thought they could resign him yeah. to for multi years. Yeah. Now, not so much. I th- yeah. You're right. I think he outplayed an extension that he already deserved, which credit, credit and kudos to him is pretty hard to do to be like, yeah. you already deserve an extension. Now yeah. you deserve an even bigger extension. He had, he had his, his Vince, right? His friend already made, his hype video to tweet and it was done. It was ready. It was locked in. And then he saw those numbers. He's like, yo, uh, I need you to remake that video with a sad song. Cause yeah, like, yeah. he already had the highlights. He was like, wait, yeah. don't use just want to rock by yeah. Uzi. We need something real sad. Now we got to change it up. We got a much bigger number. We got to tell these guys to kick rocks. It's always, it's all love Philly. It's all love. See ya. I'm going to pay. Bye. I'm getting so much money. I mean, how do you, you can't say no to that, especially if you're a guy like yeah. CJ, right? And he, and I think also, right, for somebody like him who had a, a phenomenal year, also had injury issues this year too. So that's also a wake-up call. Like, okay, if I have my opportunity to make my money right now, I don't know how long that's going to last. You have, I mean, everybody always says you want to go into free agency playing your best, right? And I mean, yeah, nobody can fault him, no matter where he goes, if it's no, the Browns, if it's anywhere to make the, it the tweet that i sent you guys and the one that hurt was it was a picture of jimmy butler in a Sixers yeah. uniform and it said cj garner johnson yep. and i was just like damn that really hurts yep. two guys who made a huge impact in just a year's time less than a year's time yep. and will forever be like legendary in philly and zero titles to show for yep. damn that sucks but that's like how bad teams stay bad like if the browns offer him a, a number that the eagles can't match Yep. Because they're trying to chase because they can't build through the draft. They gave all their picks away and now they're trying to throw money at the problems that they need to fix. That's how you stay the Browns. So like if the Eagles don't do this, you have to start to say to yourself, like there's a reason that you're a good team and it's not by throwing money at problems. It's, it's not Chiefs by tagging him and giving him $14 million. Correct. Year. Yes. The chiefs have to make difficult decisions. Like, letting Frank Clark go. They traded Tyreek Hill. They still won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And another one. That's another one. I totally forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. And they still played in the Super Bowl. (laughs) And won. And they won (laughs) because they build their team well and they don't throw money at their problems. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Eagles are going to have to do. And then just one last thing on this because I know uh, with anything on the internet, there is freak out because there are the reports that these guys aren't coming back. I'm not freaking out at all. Free agency hasn't started yet. It could start and we could have a four-year deal locked in for Garner. Literally. Yeah. And you think about free agency last year. For the longest time, they had they signed one guy. I don't know if you remember who it was. Was it Hassan? It was. Yeah. So they signed Hassan Reddick. That was their only move. And by the time the season rolled around, they yeah. had A.J. Brown, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Kazir White, James Bradbury, and oh yeah, just for shits and giggles, added Linville Joseph 
and Ndamukong Sue. Yep. All well after free agency had begun. So and I'm Dicker not the kicker freak out. a little bit. What's that? And they had Dicker the kicker for a little bit. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I just trust him with my life. Every, every acquisition they made, they hit on. So yep. I'm not exactly freaking out. No, and there's no, and again, we're also draft guys. You have two first round picks. Yep. There's no reason to freak out right now. None. Yeah, which they can parlay into other players or picks. And this is going to be a great free agency for everybody. Yep. I think teams are, it's kind of like the market um, in general. It's like you're you're hesitant to spend money because you realize how costly everything is. Yep. And a lot of teams are like, I don't want to pay this player anymore, which opens up a huge free agency pool. And I don't know what the numbers are going to look like. It's going to be weird. But there's going to be a lot of guys out there. So many of these guys be those cap casualties, right? Like yep. Adam Thielen might be cut. There's talks that Nick Chubb could be a cap Derek casualty. Henry. Derek the Henry. entire Rams team, they got rid of Bobby Wagner. They're trying to trade Matthew Stafford. My bold pick that I told you last night, They, I bet they try to trade Cooper Cup to receive yep. some of those picks. They're trying to move on from Jalen Ramsey. The Bucks are doing the same thing. Levante David's not going to be back. Like it's all they're going to lose both their safeties. So if you have issues, you'll you could fix them in a free agency. There's going to be guys if, there. If Stafford moves after the draft, like if one of those teams, like the Raiders mm-hmm. or the Colts, don't get the quarterback that they want, like if let's say like we think Bryce Young, right? And make sure you watch our mock draft. C.J. Stroud, Richardson, and uh, Will Levis are the top four quarterbacks, right? And we think, like, the Raiders have a chance at seven to get Will Levis. Well, let's say those top three go, and then somebody jumps up to, like, five to take Will Levis. Uh, You never know. A team like the Raiders or even uh, the Colts, if the top three guys go, one, two, three, and the Colts are sitting there like, we don't love Will Levis, and they take Jalen Carter, they may be in in the talks to get a guy like Stafford after. So, um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable the amount of names. DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, and we'll talk all about this when we talk Cowboys, but the names, and some of them... Big names. Big names, and I think some of them are... I think that's mainly all they have left is their name. Name, yeah. Um, but it's... I feel like there's more this year than I, than I can remember in a, in a while. I think it's a reluctant time to spend money on veterans as the gap between NFL ready players and college players closes narrows where you got have guys who can produce right away coming from football factories like Alabama and Georgia, and they cost less. The perfect example is the running back positions. Like, yeah, I understand not wanting to give Derrick Henry an $11 million when he's has so much tread on the tires and you could just get Bajan Robinson you could trade back from 11 and, and get him in the twenties, yep. you know, yep. It it's just the name of the game. And you're, and you're right too, with this NFL ready players. Remember years ago when it was like wide receiver takes so long to acclimate cornerback yeah. takes so long to acclimate. Now you look at these guys like Devonte Smith, his impact, his rookie year, right? The cornerback Gardner this year, basically every cornerback for the chiefs, was a every, rookie in the Super Bowl this year. Every receiver from Ohio State just comes in and sets a record. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, like they set their team's individual yep. receiving rookie record. They're gonna, so they're gonna have Jackson to Smith and Jigba's gonna do it again. Come to Dallas. Come to Dallas. <laughs> I, would take, I would take him in a second. But well, there you I, go. 
Yeah, it's it's I'm very interested to see. I'm also very interested to see how those first one, two, three days of free agency go. Is it going to be a complete flurry or are teams going to kind of let the markets come to them a little bit more? I think it'll have the NBA effect where Lamar is out there. Aaron Rodgers is out there. Everyone has to find their quarterback. And when the quarterback musical chairs ends, that's when the other players get signed. I remember like for the one free agency, like you you always have to have the Kevin Durant's of the world decide. And then everybody else comes in. And I feel like that's how it's going to go in free agency this year, but we'll see. I can't wait till Cooper Rush is a starting quarterback for the Raiders throwing to Devontae Adams. Jimmy G, man. That's I don't know if you heard the the David Carr. Uh he was talking about the Raiders and and Derek and how Brady used to just bully McDaniels and been like, no, this is what we're gonna do. And now McDaniels thinks he's like this smart guy, and basically all he wants is a judge machine. Like I I'm the smart guy, I know what's coming, just I want you to aim the judge machine here or here or here. And that's yeah. the kind of guy he just wants a quarterback that's going to divvy the ball where he wants it. And that's it. And I think Jimmy G's that type of guy. That's, I mean, he comes from that Shanahan kind of aspect. That's literally what he had to do in San Francisco. So it makes sense. Yep. <laughs> All right. A lot of Eagle stock free agents leaving. I know it impacts both of our teams. So let's flip over to the Cowboys. What do you got for me today? Tony Pollard, franchise tags, we're running the ball. You're, I mean, you're talking about everybody leaving. I mean, what I'm seeing on Twitter is everybody's coming to Dallas, right? Here we go. Wow. It's the offseason. I mean, we're getting Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, Stephon Diggs, and DeAndre Hopkins. They're all coming. <laughs> everybody's coming. Listen, you guys are made a killing in 2016. I mean, it, Well, if you go back to that draft, right, fourth overall pick, Ezekiel Elliott, they could have taken Jalen Ramsey there and then taken Derrick Henry in the second round and had Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry. I have a tweet that I remember – vividly that i put out right before the cowboys picked we didn't even know each other at this time i was like the cowboys would be so dumb to pass up jalen ramsey for a running back and then immediately after the pick i just quoted myself with a million crying laughing faces because i was just like this is so predictable but yeah you could have just had jalen ramsey trayvon Diggs. any running back could have filled in for zeke the past few years it happens would have been derrick henry in the second round yep um so but now it's you know, the the shiny new slash old toy that you and I syndrome that we always talk about. And wide receiver has been such a glaring need, right, for this team. Jerry Jones has thrown the wide receivers under the bus uh, for some of the ailments that Dak has. And, you know, you can't throw out there Noah Brown as, as your two. Uh, Michael Gallup obviously was not himself this past year coming off the ACL. So we'll see what he does uh, two years removed. But they're going to address wide receiver. Now, you mentioned Jackson Smith and Jigba. Beyond him and a couple others, like this wide receiver draft core is not as strong as we've seen in, in recent years. I think actually some of the, the best playmakers are the tight ends up high. We've talked about Michael Mayer and, and the kid from Utah, Kincaid. I, I think that's that's going to be an option at 26. So I do think the Cowboys are going to try and – I don't want to say make a splash, but address. I don't know if it's going to be a guy like Braxton Berrios that just got <laughs> cut from the Jets, or are they going to go in and actually get a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, ship out a two, ship out a three, to bring a 30-year-old in and, and be wide receiver two, or do they just go out? They already flirted with him, with Odell, bring him in, or yeah. 
is the Stefan Diggs thing really a thing? And I don't know if you saw this. People are legitimately talking about this on TV and on the internet and on the radio that Stefan Diggs now just followed the Cowboys on Instagram. But Trayvon Diggs doesn't follow the Cowboys on Instagram. <laughs> maybe they're so going to be traded for each other. Traded for each other. Yeah, that's how that works. Got to so, follow the Instagram breadcrumbs. I I do think they're going to do something um, with one of these wide receivers. I would love them. You know, if they could if they could trade a two or a three for Hopkins, I'm in. There's no more guaranteed money in his deal. They'll restructure it. And then, you know, go out and, and sign a guy like Bobby Wagner to a two-year deal that's worth, you know, $20 million guaranteed. You, it's, you can cut him after the second year. I mean, there's ways to bring free agents to this team that, that are not going to break the bank. That's not going to be like signing a Lamar Jackson, but that will legitimately help this team get to the next level. And then you bank on your draft, which for the most part, the team is, is, is pretty good in the draft. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's everywhere on Twitter right now. I mean, everywhere. I think the most realistic expectation is DeAndre Hopkins. I know he's 30, but it's not exactly like he hit a wall. No. He had the six-game suspension, and then Kyler tore his ACL. He was catching balls from, you know, no offense. Oh, I love Trace McSorley, but yeah. <laughs> Trace McSorley. And yeah. he, I think, he, didn't even he get hurt? Yeah, yeah. Cole yeah. McCoy got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Everybody got hurt. So it was just like a, a whole wash of a season. I don't necessarily think he's washed himself. So no. like you said, it's kind of low risk in the sense that there's no guaranteed money left and you're not tied in long term. But at the same time, there's probably still production value from him. And also, um, attention all these players that, that don't want to use agents and use their moms as agents, DeAndre Hopkins using one. It being one, this is how you end up with a deal with two years left and no guaranteed money. In it. Yeah. You represent yourself. Yeah. Although I will say, if my mom was my agent, she would definitely get me a great deal. True. She, she should be the agent for this podcast. I think we would be we'd be um, blown up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce, you're signed up. Okay. You're signed. Yeah. We can we can offer you stateside seltzers. Yep. And Delco Steaks. And if you and ever come course. towards Doylestown or Furlong, I have a, a guest room for you to stay in for free. There we go. With your own bathroom. It's called the Princess Suite. There. All right. There we go. Deal. You're right. Um, and then a couple other news. Obviously, Dak may be getting restructured. Way to, to uh, free up some money. Tyron Smith are now is talks that they're they're thinking about keeping him restructuring his deal, which I'm okay with. If he wants to be the swing tackle, Terrence Steele is coming off the ACL. He could start at right tackle. I'm I'm okay if he's not like your bona fide has to be your left tackle day mm -hmm. one through week 17. That's not happening. If he wants to be a pro, be the swing tackle, stay with the Cowboys, I, I'm, I'm good with it. Um, the one rumbling that's that's kind of worrisome to me is, is Zach Martin, right? Um no one knows there's a chance he could retire before the season starts. There's a chance that he's talked about. He wants to see how his body feels. It could be one year. It could be three years. No one really knows right now. Um, that's what I worry that's about. That's like a glaring, oh, shit. Yeah, because that's been the one anchor on that offensive line. You lose him, and it's like, oh, boy, yep. we're really we're really struggling now. But I And so I think this is why the Cowboys also are, like, thinking about through the draft. It, 
you know, it could be a guard or a tackle at 26 as well, depending on who's there for contingency plans. Because when other guys have just like retired, they're like, oh, we didn't have a plan for that. So yeah. I think offensive line is also going to be something that they bolster. And then just to tie a bow on it before we get out of here is you, you mentioned Tony Pollard getting tagged. He's going to make $10.8 million this year. Tagging a running back is just insane. He's coming off the leg injury. I, I think I told you all these deals the Cowboys have done, right? They signed Dak to the extension right after he broke his leg. They signed um, Gallup to a new contract right after he tore his ACL. They just uh, uh, tagged Steele after, right after an ACL. Now they tagged Pollard right after he broke his leg. So I, there's something with them and enjoying leg injuries. Um, but it just makes too much sense here. If you cut Ezekiel Elliott, you save $10.8 million. Yep, literally, and you're Easy. paying Pollard ten point eight million dollars. It has to be the trade off. It's a perfect Tetris piece. Has to be. It's um, a perfect. They they fit very well together. But Jerry and Steven run this goddamn team like a like a family owned country club. So who knows what they're gonna do? They just want to keep everybody around and you know come on to the Lace dinner table. Yeah, it's. So uh, who knows? There's I if you if you told me. Ezekiel Elliott was on this team next year. I wouldn't be like, you are insane. I, I would say you are insane for wanting that, but you're not insane for thinking that that's possible. I, it would have to be for a restructured deal where he got like, it would have to be that he's paying the team to play pretty much. It would have to be very unfavorable to him. Yes. But at yep. the same time, I don't know where he's going that it becomes favorable. Like, why would you offer him more than $2 million? He's a fullback. Yeah. That that from time to time can fill in at center, apparently. For, well, <laughs> he can, not effectively, no, but you I can try. Effectively. I just said can fill in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm super excited for, for <laughs> you and I both love the offseason, right? We get where we are, I think, 49 days right now as we record away from the draft which is crazy oh we're gonna have so many more mock drafts before that happens <laughs> you know how and, many people i can talk myself into in 47 days i'll oh, have half the first round oh my god and i mean free agency starts next week while you're in florida so that's just unbelievable and it's two days before saint patty's day so i mean maybe i'll be having a couple guinnesses celebrating a, a player or two probably not i hope so I listen, this could go very well in Florida spring training. Although I'll be at last time I was there or one of the last times I was there, the Eagles traded LaShawn McCoy to the bills. So it didn't work out well last time. Start a free agency. We'll get some good deals. I'll sip some Corona's on the beach. Come home. I'm seeing Bruce Springsteen on St. Patty's day. So I'm very excited about this. So this could, this could shape up to be a great week or it could shape up where eight of our defensive starters are on another team by the time I'm at that concert. But it's still a great week for you because so you're great. yeah, this is this is a win-win because I either get all these guys that I want in yep. free agency, or I lose them all and I can just fall back on the fact that I'm on vacation and worry and about just it. Drink more. more. Yeah, exactly. It's no big deal. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we, this podcast doesn't talk about um uh I don't even remember his name now. Uh the Sean quarterback. Paul. Oh my god. Deshaun? 
Deshaun, we don't talk about Deshaun Watson just in the same way we don't talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, so done with it. I don't care. You're in your cave. If you want to play for the Jets, congratulations. Go play for the Jets. Yeah, it would not. It, I, I would not care. I, but I, mean, I will say, if they don't, if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, why don't they just put themselves in the Matthew Stafford sweepstakes, which is also a commendable quarterback, but like doesn't go on McAfee and spew like weird theories all the time. <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, I can see the Commanders getting into the Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that would suck oh, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if if his arm can still throw the ball. Yeah, if I'm okay. him at this point, I'm like, you know what? I got my ring. I played in L.A. See I'd be done. Yeah, unless done. his contract cap hit is worth it to stay. Like if they're like, all right, we're shipping you to Washington, I'd be like, bye. Didn't, didn't his wife almost die too? Didn't yeah, she, she have a tumor? Tumor, I think. Yeah, that's a classic. Like, yeah, I'm done. I made a yep. ton of money. I'm in AT and T commercials. I got a ring. I did. Yep. I made it out of Detroit alive. Yeah, I'm, you're not sending me to Washington. You're not sending me to Washington. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, we had a good run. Yep, we did. And so do we. We have a good run continuing to go on. So let everybody know, Aiden, one more time how they can watch, how they can listen, and most importantly, mock, 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 and more. Birds vs. Boys pod on YouTube. Like Kevin mentioned, we're doing a bunch of mock drafts. I really like the style that we did this yep. week where we were drafting for every team in the first round. We'll do player breakdowns as well on that YouTube page. Apple, Spotify, we'll have this podcast on there. Birds vs. Voice Pod on Twitter. A lot of content coming out there. Sometimes I forget to switch accounts, so just bear with me. And then Birds vs. Voice Pod on TikTok as well, where you can see all of the brainchild ideas that I have come to life after I get them from my brain to Vince's computer, where he forms them perfectly. So anywhere you can find us, Birds vs. Voice Pod, we will be there with a ton of upcoming content. Boom. Enjoy free agency. I will be back next week. Uh, Aiden will be in Florida. And we might also have a special guest interview popping through in the next couple days. Enjoy it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Birds vs. Boys is not only a podcast for Birds fans or for Boys fans. It's all NFL fans, especially in the offseason. If you like draft content, if you like free agency content, this is the spot you want to be.